Hey friends! Most of you know me from my Facebook page, where we do real life. None of that curated, perfect image stuff. We do real. And if you're new, I'm Jaiselyn Wetzel. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, a small business owner, a writer, a mom of four great kids, and a wife to a super supportive guy who encourages my shenanigans in big dreams. And since I'm a big dreamer, I fail a lot. That's what this podcast is about, failure and a whole lot of grace. I'm also a firm believer in boundaries. I set them, I keep them, and I teach others how to do the same while remaining kind to themselves and others. If you're here, it's likely something I've said or written spoke to your spirit. Thank you for trusting me. Now let's get started. Hello, Ari. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Tired. I am so excited that you are going to be like my co-host now. I know. I'm very excited about this too. I feel like it's it's such a good um it's a good way to talk and and just and have a little bit of fun. Exactly. Exactly. Um so today I was curious on your thoughts on the whole Kiki Palmer baby daddy I don't know, Usher drama that has sort of taken over. (laughs) I know. I'm just like, I was flabbergasted when I saw his uh, Twitter comment about her. Yes, about what she was wearing. Yes, about, and she looked super cute. Yes. Well, she's beautiful. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt about that. She's beautiful. She really is. And the fact that she had a baby not that long ago. I know. I know. No, no, I know. I know. It's weird because, so I wonder, I have to, I I always, when I see things like that, I always ask myself, was that the first time? Like, did he not talk to her in private? You know what I mean? Like, like that couldn't have been the first time, right? Like he, he had to have either expressed some sort of of thinking in this way before, right? Like, don't you think? I don't know. It's weird. I'm not. Sh- I mean, he might have told her before. I'm. It, might, it could have been a conversation where he was like, "I don't like what you're wearing," and she. Yes. Like, yes. I don't care. Like, it's not your body. I don't know what yeah. the conversation was, but. It's hard for me to believe that you're living in the same house with somebody and you didn't see what they were wearing unless she got dressed somewhere else. I know. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like, and then I wonder if, which putting himself out there, like, I feel like that's who he probably obviously is in private, right? Because if you went that public with it on Twitter, you, I feel like in private, you know, he he's yeah. obviously like that. Um but what's interesting is I wonder if what was a catalyst to him finally like writing something like that out publicly, you know, was he mad at her? So he was taking it out on her in that way, in a public way like that to try to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, shame, obviously shame her. Right. So 
it was it the whole thing just is and and then of course uh, why usher the fact that usher's involved i'm like i mean to me the whole thing is just so wild because like it feels like he did that to embarrass her like yes. he wanted to embarrass her oh for sure shame her on a large stage because he knows she's not just your typical girl like, totally she's a celebrity so everybody's totally. gonna see that tweet so what he did was absolutely a calculated thing. totally like, well I, and some people think it was planned you've already heard this too right this thought process that they're that they're plan that they actually both together like plan this drama did you hear about that that theory no i didn't yes i heard that like they one of the things that i i read was that they kind of um plan this together for publicity. Yes. No, I didn't read that, but then that makes me wonder what purpose would that serve for him since he is not the celebrity. And it just I makes don't know. him look like a douchebag. It's it does. It does. But you know what the, you know the saying, there's no publicity, there's no bad publicity is not. It's always good. You know what I mean? There's no such thing as bad publicity or whatever. Yeah, I, I've heard that saying. I just, the discourse around the whole thing has been really interesting. Mm -hmm. to see, like to see how um, you have this subset of men that are like, she should be dressing modestly. She's a mom. And moms that, and, other, and women that agree with that too, though. Yeah. And which is, to me, it's so bizarre mm -hmm. to like, have that mindset like you're a mom so mm -hmm. therefore you have no personality of your own mm -hmm. anymore like I don't I don't understand that thought process well you know when it came up a lot too that exact same thought process was in the Super Bowl when JLo and Shakira did the Super Bowl I don't know if you remember but after that it was like oh they shouldn't be dressed like that they're moms they're this they're too old you know, the whole ageism yeah. thing too. And that came up a lot then like, oh, they shouldn't be acting that way because they're moms now, or they're too old for this or whatever. Um, Mary J. Blige was the same. They said it about Mary J. Blige too. Like, oh, she shouldn't be wearing that. She's too old, blah, blah, blah. So it's interesting how I feel like, and then of course, social media makes it so easy for people to be the keyboard warriors. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like attack and attack. Yep. And that, and you know, so I, I personally feel like I just, I wonder how she's, of course, again, this is, I don't think it was planned. I know that that's a theory, but I don't think it was planned, but I just feel like she must be, feel like devastated, right? Like she must feel like just be put out there like that. And then she just had a baby. She's probably feeling really good about herself because she looks so great. And then and to be kind of shamed like that, it just sucks. Yeah. I think that. You know, probably in that moment, she was probably really embarrassed and she probably did feel pretty bad. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know, um, but I do know that she seems to be the queen of petty. And when I saw her little video mm -hmm. with Usher after the fact. Yeah. And the side eye she gave to the camera made mm -hmm. me chuckle because I was like, was that necessary? 
Yeah, yeah. well, she knows how to ride. That's that's why I think a lot of people feel that a lot of it is planned because she definitely knows how to ride the publicity yeah. wave to her benefit. There is no doubt about it. You know, she definitely knows how to do that. So she plays the game. That's exactly what she's doing. She plays the game and she plays it well. So yeah. you do feel like, and that's where I could understand that theory, like, oh, this was all planned because mm -hmm. she just plays so, she plays the game very well. Right. I don't think it was planned. I'm with you on that. I think that was probably extremely embarrassing for her. And she handled it better than I would have in that mm -hmm. moment because I am petty and my first reaction is to be petty sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I have to remind myself not to do that. <laughs> but because when I saw that, when I saw his tweet, I'm thinking my response would have been to retweet his tweet yeah. that same night and say, um, something along the lines of you don't have to worry about that because you're single now and yeah 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 like not say anything because if you're gonna embarrass me then i just i'm gonna embarrass you right back in yeah the yeah yeah way that you embarrass me which is you know not super healthy no <laughs> no no but I plus you're also kind of giving him what he wants because he wants to know he got under your skin obviously right right and but I, I don't think that it's fair for her to be under this microscope about her, how she's being she's a mom she can't dress like that totally she needs to be respectful of her family and like, totally now there's this whole narrative since they broke up like she broke up um a family like now people are promoting single motherhood all of this stuff but you've got celebrities like nick cannon oh my god around, like just popping out babies with anybody. the king triton of the sea right and then it's like, like well he's he's popping out babies making i know moms. like why is why are the same guys who are criticizing kiki palmer who can take care of herself was right, enjoying right. her boyfriend and can definitely take care of her child. Why are you criticizing her because she accidentally picked the wrong guy to have a baby with? Totally, totally. And it's, well, it's a double standard. It's always a double standard. You know what I mean? And then Nick, Nick Cannon, everybody recognizes that they make jokes about it. It's almost like, you know, um, it's, it's acceptable com comedy now you know um and of course they never criticize what a man wears exactly let's be real um they don't ever criticize what a man wears and and what's interesting though i always find interesting in these situations is the moms attacking the other moms mm -hmm. like the women attacking the other women you know going in go in agreement with what you know he said like oh she shouldn't be wearing that because of this or because of that Whereas I'm always a, wear what you want to wear. If you want to be more modest, that's your prerogative. Be more modest. If you don't want to be more modest and you want to be, and you want to flaunt it, then flaunt it. Like let people do right. what they are comfortable with, you know? Um, and there's no need to attack. And there's not. And it's, it's really frustrating because that seems to be 
the thing for women and it's like we're trying to move past that and have women uplift other women whether they Mm -hmm. believe in what they're doing or not like we believe in your right to do so do it to support your right to do so so to see other women just kind of piling on and Mm -hmm. like just taking jabs it's like if that's what you want if you don't want to dress that way then by all means don't dress that way exactly but she does and i'm sorry i don't care if you're in a relationship or not we are talking about a concert we're not taught she wasn't dressed like i was about to say that Right, right. Or going to church or going where she was going to, or, or, you know, she was going to a concert and she was going to a fun concert. She wasn't going to like the orchestra or whatever, you know, like we're not talking about a performance of opera that she was going to. Exactly. It was an R&B concert. Totally. What, what do you expect for people to wear she was supposed to show up in- and she's a celebrity and she's right. a celebrity too so even more so i mean any you know even more so she's going to want to wear she's going to want to stand out right and that's within her right to stand out and then i saw that she the outfit that she was wearing is an outfit that her stylist created so oh, like, I know the that. chances of him not knowing what she was wearing are slim. Oh, that's very slim to none then. Yeah, yeah. He had to have known then. He had to have known. And if he voiced his concerns in private, then they should have stayed in private because that is your relationship. Yes, yes. But um, there's no... There's no reason for his behavior. I don't know if you've seen since then, since they broke up, that he's trying to say now that he wants her house. No, I haven't seen that. He wants her house, full custody of the child and um, what else did he say? Child support. Oh, I did. I did read something about the child support, but I didn't read the thing about the house. So yeah. ridiculous. I'm like, it's her house. It's so ridiculous. It's her house. It's her house. And since you were working for her, do you even still have a job to like cover the bills? It's just such a, and that's like, not even to be mean. That's just a real question. You were working for her. Do you have a job? I know. I know. You know, it's interesting, too, because you wonder, do they have something set up where, um, well, first of all, I think she's definitely, I hope, and I think she was probably smart enough to make sure that all her financial bases were covered, I'm thinking. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that could be why they didn't get married. Yeah. Um, he really doesn't have a whole lot of no claim because they no. weren't married so it's not totally i want spousal support i want the house you can't have the house it's not yours right right 
Well, you wonder if, if, and then, and then, you know, it just makes you think too, like, I, and of course we don't know how happy they were in private, you know, if they were really happy in private or if they weren't really happy in private, but why risk, why risk it all? Like if you were happy and you were together and you were building this family and you were happy together, like why risk it all? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense if they were happy, but I think based on his behaviors, I think either A, he got with her because he wanted access to her celebrity. Ride her coattails, as they say. Right. Or B, he got with her because he really did like her and grew to love her, but started- Then showed his true colors. Well, I was thinking he started feeling inadequate because she and him were, they were not on the same levels. Right, right, right. And not saying that celebrities can't date non-celebrities, but it just seems like mentality wise, they weren't on the same level. Yes. Well, that's what they say happened with J-Lo and Chris Judd. Do you remember J-Lo and Chris Judd? That's what they say happened because he was her backup dancer. Oh. Do you remember she was married to her backup dancer for a while? Girl, she's been married 17 I know. times. I can't keep up. <laughs> I know. She was married to her backup dancer for a while. And actually, her first husband, too, first, first, first her husband, they say that that was the problem, too, that she was much more ambitious than he was. And her, her star was rising. And, you know, he would. it just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So it could be, it could definitely be that, too. Um, and, you know, you really, and, and that's, you don't get to know somebody when you're just kind of dating. No, you don't. The fun, the funness of it is not the real person. Well, and then it's like, if you are dating someone that you either have to hire or they worked for you, then where is the balance in that relationship? It would yeah. almost be impossible for the person who is also your employee to have any sort of equal footing or to feel yeah, yeah. on equal terms. With I you. feel like for that to work, it has to be two people that really knew each other a long time and then decided to maybe grow some sort of a business together. And then maybe even one person, they come to an agreement like, okay, you, you, you know, I'm going to focus more on raising the kids so that you can kind of be the, the star here per se, you know, it has to be very much of established beforehand. And I feel like it has to be people that were together way before for something like that to work out. It's funny that we're talking about this because the other day I was hearing an interview with Snoop Dogg and I thought it was great because they asked him, they were like, Oh, you know, you're still married to your high school sweetheart. You're still married to the same woman. And he said, um, And, you know, they were asking him kind of like secrets about long lasting marriages and whatnot. And he was like, well, I, you know, I, she knew me before, obviously I was famous. And he's like, and we made a decision together that I, I was going to move, kind of be the breadwinner and move forward and do it all. And she was going to be home with the kids. And he's like, and we kind of came to this equal decision together. And I feel like that that's the only way that something like that could work. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I think there are other celebrities who are married to like regular folks. Mm-hmm. Like, was it Matt 
Matt Damon, his wife so, was like right. a waitress or something. Exactly. And Matthew McConaughey, while his wife is not like a waitress, what is she? Is she a lawyer? She's something fancy. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, they're not, his wife isn't a celebrity. Right, right, right. People that do make it work. But Look at Denzel. That's another example. Denzel Washington. Right. So it's like, they can make it work, but those people don't seem to be working for the person. And they also don't seem to be yeah, yeah. interested in being in the, in the limelight. Right. Yeah. Where yeah. It seems like he, he definitely does. He definitely does get, you get that vibe that he definitely wants to be in the limelight. Right. But I think, isn't he supposed to be like some actor or an aspiring actor or something yes. like that? I think aspiring is the, is the key word there. Yes. Right. And, um, there's, who else was it? I think it was Tia, Tia Mari. I think it was mm -hmm. her got divorced and, um, they were like, she was famous. He was not, he was mm -hmm. a struggling actor who I think they, did they meet at a bus stop? Or so, I think they met at a bus stop. I have never heard that before. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't famous. Obviously, she was from, like, Sister, Sister. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I love that show. They weren't... He wasn't famous. And he still, obviously, has not reached her status. And I was always very curious, um, even from the beginning, how that was going to work out because of the fact that he wanted to be an actor and she continued to be booked while he continued to struggle to get booked. Yeah, yeah. And they lasted for a while, but I'm curious. I would love to know, like, what the breakdown was. Yes, and yes, yes. It seems like it may have been something about that little bit of her continuing to be successful. Yes, yes, yes. And not. Um and then there's, uh, oh, <laughs> the Britney Spears situation. Oh my gosh. I just, I don't even know. I have so many oh, feelings yeah. on it, but I'm still kind of all over the place with how I'm feeling about it. Yes. I am just, I don't know how I feel about it. I know. I know. Like, there are times where it seemed like he... And it's funny because what we're talking about, because people felt like that, that about, about Sam, that he was riding her coattails. Right, right. And I, in a way. But to be I, fair, he does look like he's had a successful modeling career on his own, to be fair. Yeah. Not like her, obviously, not her star power, but he right. doesn't look like he hasn't done anything. He, he looks like he's had a successful modeling career, for right. sure. I mean, he's pretty. No, he's gorgeous. <laughs> he's gorgeous. <laughs> he's gorgeous. But I don't, and I just, I'm all over the place, like you said, on him. And like yes, what I am. I am. Because but I do feel like a little part of me does feel like, okay, but maybe he was, even though he he'd had his own gig going with the modeling, you know, he, he, he may have just been using her to elevate himself further. Right. And I but, don't, you know, like he said, he did mention that. He mentioned that he was... Um, he understands that by dating her and then marrying her that it sort of 
elevated his level mm -hmm. of, of course celebrity. and he recognized that and i don't think that he has any like true malice i don't get that vibe from him no like, i don't either he wants to harm her no in no no a large way um i do though kind of get the vibe that the marriage situation like that was to secure his future not yes. necessarily because he loved her yeah I yeah like financially he was just looking at it completely like financially he doesn't want to hurt her he doesn't want anything bad to happen to her but he was definitely just looking to secure himself financially that's what it feels like because i yeah. I'm guessing like they've never released a prenup and thank goodness Brittany was smart enough to be like, no, we have to have a prenup before we get yeah. married. Um, but there was, they've never released it, but I am wondering if one of the stipulations was that they had to be married for at least a year before he could get any spousal support because it's super suspicious that they separate almost a year to the date. Of That's a good that's a good point. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. And That's a good point. He's not asking for anything other than what is in the prenup. Which yeah. Spousal support. So I am very curious if it was like after a year, then you qualify for spousal support. You know, and the whole Britney thing too. Like, I mean, obviously what has happened to her, the trauma that she's been through before this situation. I don't think there's anybody that, that sees her situation and doesn't recognize it. There's been a lot of trauma there and you just want her to get help. Right. You know, you just really want her to get help because that's what she looks like she needs. She looks like she needs help. Um, and of course, you know, we're talking about, we, we don't know what really the the daily ins and outs are, but it's hard when you see that and, and other people feel like, well, you know, maybe he really did love her and he tried, but it's, it's very hard when you have someone that, you know, may be mentally ill. I mean, cause we can't diagnose somebody we don't know, but you know, and that person isn't seeking the help that they need. And, you know, there's a lot of layers there, um, other than what, just what we see. Right. And there are, there are, I, you know, and there's not a whole lot of information, but I do think people are very, very critical of Brittany and her behaviors. Yes. And if they didn't know that she was diagnosed with anything and no, there was never a conservatorship, nobody would think twice about what she's doing on the internet they would just be like yeah she's being weird again like it wouldn't be it's true oh that's my true gosh, something's wrong with her she's not that's a good point too because she's not done anything and i can say that as somebody who's in the mental health field she hasn't really done anything that would send up a whole lot of red flags publicly mm -hmm. Like, I've not seen her do anything weird other than be silly. Like, it seems like she's having fun, being silly. Yes, yes. Like, it's almost childlike sometimes. Right, right. And it it's almost childlike sometimes, which I think exactly. speaks to probably the trauma of what she went through that she never had 
that that ability to kind of grow up and so now she's it's it's funny because i read an interview a long time ago she did a video and somebody i think they asked him something about it sam they asked him something about it and he said well i he made a comment like either it's i don't like certain videos or it's not my favorite thing he made some sort of a comment about it but then he said but you have to understand or something that um she was under control her whole life so now she feels like she just wants to let it all hang out so it's interesting. It's almost like, um, you know, like with my, you know, with Michael Jackson, the same thing where they controlled him so much. And then he just kind of Turned went into, like, a big kid. Yeah, went off the rails, you know, yeah. um, you kind of wonder, like, what would that what would what would Michael Jackson's Instagram be like? You know what I mean? If he was in that same situation, would he be like that? Like, just, you know, sporadic and not, you know, not thinking things clearly. You know, almost like she never grew up. And then the thing is, is like, you know, people also forget because I think she's a celebrity. People forget that social media is still just a snippet of somebody's life. Like, right. And everybody curates their page the way that they want it, especially celebrities. Yeah. How are we to know that she just doesn't want her page to be silly and fun and just mm -hmm. like, this is something silly that I'm doing, um, like speaking in different accents and stuff. I speak in different accents when I'm like hanging out, talking to my kids or like washing dishes. Yeah, yeah. To, like my sister. Well, plus it works for her. We go back to that whole thing of the celebrity and the publicity. Like, obviously, people are talking about her. She's right. still the buzz everywhere and it works for her. So she could also see it as, well, this is still working for me because I'm still in the public eye, you know? Right. And I think that people, like, like I said, people look at those videos and they're just like, oh, she's like, she's crazy, blah, blah, blah. But when you look, listen to her tape, like the tape of her being in the courtroom when she had to be serious, she didn't have that little baby voice. No, she was and she didn't sound like she didn't know what she was talking about. She was right. Right. She was very put together. Right. So like. How why would we think that she didn't know how to behave other than what we're allowing the outside perception to? Yeah, shape? that's my thing about the whole thing. That's like when people. Michael Jackson, like you said, he spoke with a very soft baby voice. That mm -hmm. wasn't his real voice, and, right. <laughs> you know? But it's just one of those things where they know how to be serious when it's time to be serious. Yeah, yeah. And, well, it's, a, it's, it's all part, some would say it's all part of the performance. Exactly. And I think that's what a lot of it is because, like, that's what people expect from her and if she changes it up any then you've got people calling wellness checks and like is she okay and all this yeah weird stuff it's it's a hard situation you know it's a very hard situation and then you know you you feel for her too because you know she is a mom of two kids and she looks like she still wants to be involved with her kids life and it just seems all over the place and she just she definitely you you get the you not that you just get the sense, but you know from her history and from what we've learned that she's been a person that's been taken advantage of a lot. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. by her own family and, you know, she's just been taken advantage of by record, ex record executives and just uh, kind of all over the place, you know? Um, and so you feel for her because you just, you just, you do, you feel for her, you feel for her. And then on the other hand, I do like, I agree with you. I don't feel like he is like there. I don't get the sense of anything that he wishes bad upon her. Sam, I mean, you know, um, like you said, I, I don't get that feeling at, at all. No, I don't think he's going to like release some secret tapes like people no. are trying to say or like he's going to try and make her look worse than people already think she is. Exactly. I don't think he's going to do that. I think I honestly think he will probably continue to attempt to protect her from anything that he can. He just gives that kind of vibe, but it's also it it's also interesting that he secured his support so he could yeah survive i guess yeah i, mean, I don't know i guess you do what you got to do la is expensive so <laughs> uh yeah definitely <laughs> Definitely expensive. And, you know, you just, you don't know what he was thinking too. I mean, and we go back to what we talked about earlier, actually, when we were talking about the, the whole Kiki Palmer thing, you know, maybe when they met in the beginning, it was fun and it was this and it was that. And then, you know, everything else happens that you see what's really involved with, with being somebody and you're like, oh, you know, I mean, we just don't know, but that could definitely have been it too. They could have met and had all the sparks and had all the chemistry and it was fun. And then this, and then it, it really came to be of what it what it's really like to be with Britney Spears. Or maybe, yeah, it could have been just anticlimactic. Because, yeah. like, you have to figure from the moment they got together, the fight was for her to end her conservatorship. Exactly. So they fought, 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 fought their entire relationship. With, and then, like, they got married, and that was, like, the climax to everything yeah. like she, the conservatorship ended they got married but I oh and she did have a she did have a miscarriage and she did she did that... and now he and she is back in contact with her sister and yeah her mom. and while I don't know a whole lot about her mom I do know that um Jamie Lynn did like love her and like they had a close relationship it seemed like the two sisters really did have a very close relationship so i don't know what conversations were being had between the two sisters that might have also sparked some things that might be going on because we don't know if there was something that was being seen you know because from the outside Right. There are things that my sister might see that I don't see. Totally, totally. And when we have those conversations together, that can make you start thinking. Like, totally, oh. totally. So I wonder if that might be part of it. Because before then, like it was kind of. They were know. also isolated. It was just kind of them two against the world, you know. Right. Totally. Right. Totally. And now obviously she's talking to her sister again. And so. That could be opening up a, a, a whole slew of things that we have no idea about. Exactly. I mean, and like I said, they were obviously close. She went to go live with her for a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, they always seem to have a very good relationship. Before all right. this other stuff of her happened, 
they always seem to have a very good relationship. You didn't really hear about any, you know, sibling drama there, like, you know, DeBarge drama, you know, like sibling drama. You didn't really hear about that right. um, with them. They seem to have a very good relationship. So it's it's actually great that she has that now because she has that to lean on with all this stuff that's going on. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that with all of these situations that we've talked about, it seems like the theme should continue to be supporting and uplifting other women. For sure. I really... Even with the Britney thing, you've even seen like on the Sam thing, people have been commenting just terrible things about her. Yeah. You know, like terrible, mean things about her. Like, and it's just, and he hasn't fed into that to his credit. He has not fed into that. Um, but, you know, just terrible things about her and why he should leave her or why this or why that. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's disheartening because the, we really need to support one another. We do. We More do. than ever before. It's just, I saw a t- like it's not necessarily a tabloid but it's one of those blogs that like really play up the drama Mm -hmm. and it was like i don't even know i didn't click on it because i'm like you're not getting my click to even find out what nonsense this is that likely isn't true but it said it was like a picture of britney laying in the bed and it said something along the lines of Britney hosts a wild, sexually charged party, and some guy licks her. And I was just like, what? What? But they were the only people reporting on that. So it's like, how much of that is actually true? Right, right. And why are you using this opportunity, knowing that she's going through this difficult time? Right tear her down and that's what I don't understand about people about society totally going through something terrible and instead of like being like oh maybe I should just be quiet or yeah yeah support this person yeah it's like let me find a way to tear them down even further further yes it's not very nice and it's not it's something that happens a lot and it seems to happen the most to women and I don't understand why we still allow that to play like why we still allow and we play into it women play into it too by tearing the other by tearing other women down I mean we we play into it too with moms we tear other moms down about how they're parenting or how they're not doing enough or how they're, you know, I mean, we do it all the time. I, I feel like you would think that we would have learned at this point that we're stronger together. Um, but it doesn't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a little disheartening, but we have to keep trying. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. I think it's just, we have to continue to have conversations and like point that crap out. Like, Hey, this isn't, really cool this isn't necessary to do and we should be supporting other women and just because you wouldn't do something doesn't mean that they shouldn't yeah i think that is the hardest thing for people to wrap their brains around right everybody wasn't raised the way that you were you were raised 
every culture is not the same as your culture. Right. And like even individual families have individual cultures within their right. own little family. Right. And not everything is going to be the same. the same. And just because I wouldn't personally do it like that doesn't mean that somebody else is wrong. Right. Because they're doing it in that way. Totally. And it's just, I don't know. We have to figure that out as a society. And I we do. Social media it. definitely doesn't help. It doesn't. It doesn't help. But I think if we continue to, to call it out, out, yeah, that may be something different. For sure. I don't know. I guess we'll see, but... We will. I know you have to head out and I also have to head out because I have we'll to do this again next week and we'll see what we what we will listen I mean it's so many it's the the good thing about social media though is everything is out there we'll always have a lot There's to talk so about much to talk about <laughs> <laughs> have a lot to talk about <laughs> uh, all right well I will all right see you next week and okay we'll do this next time. week <laughs> bye Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I hope you walked away feeling less alone. And if you're one of my friends that struggle with boundaries, join me and a few of my new close friends for my course, Building Better Boundaries, where I walk you through how to set and keep boundaries with strangers, friends, and loved ones. The course is 100% self-paced with six weeks of weekly group sessions via Zoom. Remember, boundaries are a kindness to yourself. And if you're struggling with setting them, this course is for you. You can sign up on my website, jacelynwetzel.com. Hope to see you there. Love y'all like cake. Jacelyn. <laughs>